Welcome to the official Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast for Marshall County, Kentucky with founder and CEO Josh Tubbs. Visit KLEDC.com to learn more about opportunities for your site selection project in the Marshall County community located in western Kentucky. This podcast is brought to you by our partners at Major League Fishing in Benton, Kentucky. MLF is the world's largest tournament fishing organization offering bass anglers in 11 countries the opportunity to compete for more than $28 million in awards. MLF provides tournaments for everyone from high school and college students to top professionals, publishes Bass Fishing Magazine, and produces award-winning television for the Outdoor Channel, Discovery, and CBS. Visit MajorLeagueFishing.com to learn more. Today we are with Blair Travis, Director of marketing, communications, and business development at Calvert City. Calvert City is in the northern part of Marshall County, exactly where the Tennessee River and Kentucky Lake come together at the Kentucky Dam lot. Blair, thank you for being with us today. I know there's so much going on in Calvert City, and and I know Calvert City is so very fortunate to have you in the position that you're in. How are things going in Calvert City? We're rolling right along. Thanks for having me today, Josh. It's been a really fun last couple of months, or maybe last year, I guess, because we've been in the process of planning our sesquicentennial. You know, that's really exciting. From an economic development standpoint, when we talk about Calvert City, we can't help but talk about this tremendous specialty chemical complex uh, there in Calvert City. But Calvert City's history spans far beyond that. And certainly the amenities of Calvert City far exceed just the industrial base there. And I know that you've been hard at work on a lot of initiatives that have really brought Calvert City to the forefront and so much of the efforts of the the city council and Mayor Lynn Jones. And can you talk a little bit about the, uh, well, let's talk about the Tennessee Rivertown. This was a recent designation that Calvert City received in conjunction with Paducah and McCracken County, correct? Yes, that's right. You know, it's a vision that was started several years ago, and it's all about the Tennessee River, 652 miles, just building an on-water experience. Calvert City happens to be right at the north end of Kentucky Lake, and when we heard about the project, we just knew that we had to be a part of it. Paducah had already jumped on board with it, and just being able to have that environmental impact is one of Calvert's, you know, number one priorities. Building that relationship with the river, uh, which we had for a long time uh, as far as our industry, but recreational, maybe not so much. So working with the Tennessee River Line, their plan is to, or vision, I guess, would be to build a continuous system of hiking, biking, and on-water experiences along those 652 miles. Calvert City has dedicated a lot of resources and time to that trail connectivity. And it spans from, I guess, the city proper of Calvert all the way to Kentucky Dam Village State Resort Park. And it carries across Kentucky Dam on into Land Between the Lakes. And there's tons of outdoor adventure uh, tourism there. And, and so really you're connecting Calvert City to Grand Rivers and then this whole lake community. And I think that's really interesting. And I think that's a it was such a good idea and a, and a great vision set out for you guys to do that. And I think it's certainly, we know that the majority of traffic that comes into our community, are they're coming from that Northern entrance of I-24. So right. coming in and seeing that and, and getting off there at that exit is certainly a benefit to see all 
all of those projects happening. You know, I would be remiss that if if I didn't mention this because the the vision of that this trail system uh, started with Marilyn Jones, and he had this vision when they were going to the, when they were looking at those I sixty nine interchanges, and he had this vision of how he wanted it to look, and you know he fought for it, and we are so thankful for that. Being able to have a trail system that runs from the center of Calvert all the way to Kentucky Lake is awesome. We're on that last leg of creation right now. And when it's finished, we'll have around 16 miles of trail in Calvert City. Wow. Um, and that's pretty awesome. And that's when and that's just getting started. I mean, there's a lot of, it is. A lot yeah. of potential. I know that um, uh, you've you've taken on the initiative of of expanding out some bike trails and you've dug pretty deep into uh, into some um, some initiatives there. Yeah, uh, we reached out to IMBA International Mountain Biking Association, and I guess in March, actually it was right before uh, the pandemic started uh, in March 2020. They came in for a week and looked at all of our open land space here in Calvert. They um, you know looked at our existing trail system and ways that trails would complement the existing and places that we could add new spaces. So with that plan, we we actually came away with a feasibility study from IMBA and it is phenomenal. It was about 30 pages long and anybody that I've shared it with has just been like, wow, that was money well spent. We have already started the first phase and that is adding two trails, a two mile single track trail, which will be behind the elementary school. It's a wooded area. It'll be a nice beginner trail. Uh, when Emba came in, we met with all of the high schoolers, middle schoolers, local bike enthusiasts. And one of the things that they said that they needed was a place for people to learn how to ride a bike and that beginner level track. So this is what that would serve as. Having it located behind the elementary school couldn't be any more perfect. And we are going to work with Emba on the tr- on the actual design. And then our, our city guys are going to develop it. One of them rides mountain bikes and another Another, another guy, he rides dirt bikes. So they're very familiar with building tracks and we're pretty lucky to, to have that, those uh, employees here in our staff. Yeah, that's a, that's a very exciting initiative. And, and I think it fits uh, so well into the, the Tennessee Rivertown designation. Calvert City has done so much for the livability of the community that it just, it just resonates. And I, and like I said, you know, I really think that this is just the beginning for you guys. Now to segue into something else, you guys are really uh, being very aggressive with marketing your assets to retail. Can you talk about some of the initiatives there that you all have taken on the last year or so? One of the projects that we've been working on um, is with a company called Retail Strategies, and they actually market Calvert City to retail stores and restaurants. They collect data and they use that data to see where our city's leakage is and where it's occurring. And then they actively recruit and research companies that would be interested. Having this opportunity is pretty, pretty awesome, especially for me. You know, my title is Marketing Communications Business Development, which are a lot of a lot of little entities that come together. I absolutely love it. So having that branch is almost like hiring 10 people to do this particular job to hunt retail. We started at the beginning of this year and it's really been a great experience. We've had a lot of interested parties in some of our open land space and some of our existing spaces that have been on the market for several years now. So I see a lot of promise there. The businesses in Calvert usually always tend to flourish. Uh, if you ask any of the restaurant owners, they really 
done a great job in the pandemic, mainly because we have such a huge base that comes in every day to work. We have a population of 2,600 people, but our population doubles twice a day. So having that amount of influx in people really keeps our restaurants and our businesses doing well, even amidst a pandemic. Retail Strategies is a, is a great group to work with. They've got tons of experience and, and Calvert City should be commended on their uh, their efforts working with, with Retail Strategies in, in that area. Hey, I can't really take credit for it because I'm pretty sure you're the one that passed that on to me. Well, <laughs> I think it's a, that's the great thing about the we the we culture, right? That's right. But yeah, you know, you mentioned something really important, and and for those who have been following our podcast, just a, a couple of months ago, we we had a podcast with Marion Medlock talking about. Uh, the, the travel into our community, uh, the workers who travel into our community, and, and they come as far as Southern Illinois uh, and West Tennessee. And I think that's really important to um, certainly to Calvert City, but also to our entire you know region. It's great to hear that those workers have been so supportive of local restaurants uh, during this really tragic and, and terrible time for small business. Absolutely. Out of all of the businesses in Calvert, our hotel industry was was really hurt the most. And you know, people just weren't traveling. I think that's picking up now. I've, I've noticed several cars in the parking lot at the hotel. So that's, that's always a plus. But one thing that we wanted to focus on was helping our hotels and because our restaurants were doing great. And, uh, you know, our hotels just weren't quite, they, well, they were suffering. So we developed a promotion with the hotels and the local restaurants. It helped both of them. If you were to check into one of our hotels, you were going to get a $25 gift card to stay. So you can eat at one of our locals, uh, local restaurants. And um, so it helps our mom and pop restaurants. And then also you get a free, you know, you get a night stay in one of our hotels. This 150 year celebration revolving around Calvert City and its history and again, so so much to Calvert City. From a personal perspective, my great great grandfather had a farm along the Tennessee River there, uh, not far from some of the industries that where they're now located. This is a this is a city with a lot of history. Uh, tell us about some of the the activities going on during this this celebration. Sure, uh, you know when when I first started planning this event, it was about two years ago, the mayor, uh, Mayor Lynn Jones, we sat down together and uh, talked about it. I had just started actually just started this job. And we wanted to recreate some of the events that happened at the Centennial, uh, which was in 1971. I found an old program uh, that had all of the events in it. And a few of those things um, that, that we, we wanted to recreate. One of them was a beard contest. And I sometimes I have to pronounce that beard contest because <laughs> a lot of people think that I say beard contest, which would be okay too, but we're going to go with beard gotcha. contest. It was a huge hit in 1971. We have tons of photos of, the, of, of guys that, that never grew beards and they had these big bushy beards. But we also want to think about our plant workers too, because you know, they're not allowed to have beards. Correct. Um, so we're going to do a mustache contest too. So you can grow that mustache out, grow your beard out, 
and uh, enter to win the world-class Calvert City Beard Contest. Something for everybody there. It is, it is. So that's the first of it. And then the next one was, the next event that we wanted to recreate uh, was the Old Fashioned Fiddlers Contest. Very few photos of that, but a lot of people remembered that particular event. So we want to have an Old Fashioned Fiddlers Contest. During that time frame, we'll have an ice cream social and kind of just bring it back. Um, You know, 1871 was a long time ago. I don't remember it. Do you? (laughs) I certainly don't. No. And well, and I think that, you know, that's just the the changes and the growth and the challenges that Calvert City has seen uh, since 1871. I mean, that's a that's an incredible landscape of time for, you know, for a city to look back on. And I know just like a lot of rural areas, a lot of the families who are there now, uh, their families have been there for, for generations. And it's certainly uh, really special to, to see something like this play out. So, Oh, absolutely. You see family names, you know, that have been around since the very beginning. A lot of people think that Calvert started as a railroad town, but really we started um, with the water, uh, with Haddock's Ferry. It was Callaway County at the time. Um, Haddock's Ferry was put in, it shaved off two hours of travel time to Smithland. You know, I, I learned that in my research over the last two years and just found that really fascinating that, you know, Haddock's Ferry was very instrumental in, in transportation. So Calvert's been, we've been rocking and rolling on transportation for a long time, yeah. since the very beginning. And then, you know, when the railroad came in, Patilla Calvert, he's the one that donated his land for the railroad. And he, he's not without stipulation though. He wanted to make sure it was near his house, which, hey, I mean, that, that makes sense too. We've had railroad and river transportation for a very long time, since the 1800s. Right. And to see some of the families talk about it and hear their stories, and it just makes me so excited about this event because there's just so much history here and I'm excited to be the one to be able to tell the story. That's incredible. You know, and you think about, think about the construction of the Kentucky Dam, right? And yeah. I don't know if, if for those listening, if you're if you're looking at a map of West Kentucky and you see uh, Kentucky Lake, that's the entire eastern side of Marshall County. Right. That's our eastern border um, all the way up to Kentucky Dam, which tra- from a transportation logistics standpoint is the first leg of the, the 10 Tom waterway, which connects all the way to the Gulf, the Gulf of Mexico down in Mobile, the port of Mobile. But you know, you think about the construction of Kentucky Dam, and, and I don't know, Blair, if there's if there's truth to this, but I've always been told that at some point they were actually considering building the dam further south. Which, yeah, Ken Lake. Yeah, which would have completely impacted, you know, what, what we now have is Kentucky Lake. But certainly that dam being uh, constructed, the jobs it created at that time, but then Absolutely. also also bringing this tremendous source of, of hydroelectricity to the area and certainly establishing a platform for these huge uh, industries that we have present there in Calvert City, which employ thousands of people. And like we said, from, from all over the region. It's just really a, a true success story. And to see the humble beginnings of Calvert City, much like a lot of rural areas, and to see what it has become today with the efforts of folks like yourself and Mayor Lynn Jones and, and the Calvert City Council, it's certainly something to be commended. And uh, it's just so excited to have folks like you uh, doing the job that you're doing. I could not have chosen a better job for myself. Yeah. Um, I, I live here in Calvert, lived here for the last 13 years, and uh, married a Calvert Cityan. Could not pro- 
fry Calvert City out of his fingers, let me tell you. But you know what? He's made me fall in love with it too. It's funny because I've, I've been doing these videos for, we're going to do a mini documentary for the sesquicentennial. So I've been doing these short videos and every single person that I interview says, it's the people. It's the people, you know, all of these trails are great, but it's the people that live here. Yeah. And I find, I found that so fascinating. Nathan and uh, Brandon from Studio 270, we, we've been working on this together. And every time someone would say it's the people, we would just look at each other like, yep, that's right. Yep. That's right. So just super, super awesome project to work on. And I can't wait for July. It's going to be a really fun event. Not just, you know, the beard contest and the fiddle contest, but tons of local live music music and, you know, arts and crafts, food. So it's going to be a great way to kick off that three-day event. So what can we expect as far as, as live music? I know you, you mentioned that. Who, who's going to be performing at, at the event? Friday night, we're going to kick off the evening with some local music. Uh, Jay Larkin and Drew Veazey, they're, they're kind of coming up with something together. And then we'll have uh, Jeffrey Steele perform that evening at seven. He is a singer-songwriter from uh, Nashville and he writes music for Rascal Flats. It's funny because I'd never heard of him and Chris Harrington, one of our council members came to me and said, hey, you know, some of the guys, the plants, we were talking about this and we'd really like to have Jeffrey Steele. So I'm like, okay, sounds great. Well, I'll reach out to him. He happened to be available and he's going to be there Friday night. And then Saturday, we've got a long list of musicians, um, local, the McKendrys, the Koch brothers, Laney Evans and Ariel Evans. And then we'll end that evening with Rhonda Vincent and the Rage, nationally known bluegrass band, uh, Marilyn Jones really pushed for. He, he wanted to see that. So um, we'll end that Saturday night with that. Then the next day will be the Fiddler's Contest. And that's an all day long event that would be on july the 4th so that's an all day long event with the fiddlers contest so this is a whole weekend full of uh, events and activities going on in calvert city where will these events take place at in the city so um let me just give you a quick rundown so you got thursday that's july the 1st that's we're going to kick off the event with a sesquicentennial ball that's where we're going to recognize all of these uh, these change makers that have made Calvert what it is today. Then on Friday, Friday evening, we'll start uh, with our live music. We'll have carnival rides, inflatables, arts and crafts, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And we also have a golf scramble. Calvert City has two golf courses. So we're going to incorporate both of them. Nine holes at one, nine holes at the other. Uh, that will be on Saturday morning, Saturday, and Sunday. And then the food and the vendors they'll be here all weekend. Another thing too, I didn't mention, we're going to have a three-on-three basketball tournament. It's going to be sponsored by the boys and girls basketball team and the funds will go towards their program. So if you want to participate in that, I would definitely encourage you to do so. Blair, thank you for, for all of your efforts. And it's just so great to, to hear about so much happening in Calvert City. If there's someone from outside of our area, a, a site selector or a corporate decision maker that's listening to this, if there's something you could part with on what makes West Kentucky, Calvert City, and Marshall 
Marshall County uh, so special? What would that be? You know, with Calvert City, we are really focused on active living as a way of life, integrating it into our daily lives uh, and routine. And, you know, becoming a healthy city is one of our main priorities. Also being an all-inclusive city where you can access everything you need by walking down the street or hopping in your golf cart. I think that that's really important, especially in this new normal that we're living in. It's super special. The people that live here really care about where we live. And it's pretty awesome that I can get off work and in 15 minutes, I can be hooked to my boat and have my boat in the water and then go have dinner with my husband. You can't really beat that on the water. Can't really beat it. Just a really, (laughs) really nice slice of Americana. It really is. It really is. Well, Blair, if if someone listening wants to find out more about Calvert City, where could they find more information? Well, you can always hop on our social media. We do a great job of keeping that updated. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. But as far as the sesquicentennial event, uh, we have a special website for that. It's 150 Calvert City. That is a great place to find out about vendor opportunities and the live uh, music list and uh, the event schedule. And also, you know, hop on calvertcity.com. Mm-hmm.